When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, happy Monday. It's the Colleen and Bradley show live from the Minnesota State Fair on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. We want to say thank you to our Chris, to the Chris Lindahl real estate team for bringing you today's MyTalk State Fair broadcast. Hi, Bradley. Good morning. And uh, I should say good morning. Normally it's good afternoon, but uh, we're here a little early today. Yeah, we're a little off our, a special our regular state schedule. Fair holiday broadcast. If you're on your way back from the cabin to the cabin to the State Fair, from the State Fair. If you are coming out to the State Fair today, I would say now is the time. It is pleasantly it empty. Really is there the traffic is flowing inside the State Fair? And uh, to that end, we're going to do a little bit of our. Uh, we kind of mishmash together some of our favorite segments on the Colleen and Bradley Show to bring you this special episode. And the first segment we'd like to share with you is the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at ten oh three. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, so usually we do this at 12.03. It's 10.03, so we're doing it now. Uh, the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. And the first thing is this. Listen very, very closely. Wait, what are you going to play? That. That's the noise of the Minnesota State Fair. Did you hear that? Oh, because... Yes, because Saturday, we were here on Saturday doing our uh, now annual traditional Cobra Tells All episode. It was another record-breaking day for the Minnesota State Fair. Tell us how many people, and I'll tell you why. 270,426 people attended the State Fair on Saturday. 270,000 people came to the State Fair on Saturday, and I would imagine that the majority of those people came because we did our tell-all episode. That's what I thought. So basically, we're responsible. You're welcome, Minnesota State Fair. Fair. You're welcome, all uh, the food vendors who made buku bucks uh, on the last Saturday. throw anything our way. I find it fascinating that that was the biggest day. I think it's because um, maybe it looked like it was going to be the nicest day weather-wise. It was certainly sunny. It was a beautiful, beautiful day, but it was was hot it was and it was packed so mm-hmm. if you have the least bit of um agoraphobia perhaps saturday was not your day right now frankly is the day i i would come because it's empty there's a nice breeze in the air there's a little bit of overcast you don't have to worry about wearing sunscreen and there's food still 
Yeah, no, there's certainly food. food. They don't run out of food. You're not Mm going to run out of food today. Uh, And frankly, this is your last chance to get everything on a stick that you've been longing for or looking at on social media. True that. Let's move on. There's a lady out there with an actual stick. Oh, just a stick. There's nothing on it. She ate whatever was on it. I feel like that is the metaphor for today at the State Fair. Just nothing left on a stick. Oh, no, there's plenty for you. (laughs) All right, moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, so one of the fun things at the State Fair, right, are the rides, especially for kids. I'm not a huge ride person. I've done one ride here. Well, actually, no, I've done a couple rides at the State Fair over the years. But the uh, the probably the most fun I've had on a ride at the Minnesota State Fair is something called the Slingshot. Anybody done that? I don't see any That's faces that out here. That's that big scary one. It's well, it's one of the big scary ones, and you basically sit in a little um, metal sort of bubble. And uh, you, uh, my friend Callie and I did it uh, on a whim. It's not cheap, by the way. It costs a few bucks, mm-hmm. but it was totally worth it. You're strapped down, and then they literally, you know, shoot you out in the air like a uh, from a slingshot. I mean, you're attached, so you're not gonna just keep going. <laughs> that would be an even better ride, but it That's wouldn't end well. That's the new well. space program. You'd have to have some foam or something on the outside, and woe unto the people that were underneath you Ooh. when you hit. Anyway, um, so. Minnesota State Fair is not the only place that you can do the slingshot. In fact, there's a, a wonderful audio mashup of people on this storied ride. Let's have a listen to uh, some of the uh, people on the uh, slingshot ride. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> you know, like, it's too late. people on the slingshot right and i'm telling you the funnest part is that anticipation before like there's there's something similar um at valley fair what do they call that ride that shoots um, you straight up or drops you straight down uh it's power the tower tower, power tower yeah. yeah and um i i don't like being dropped i would much rather get shot up because it for some reason seems less fearful yeah but it's the fun part of the ride is that moment before it's the anticipation of knowing you're about to get shot out yeah. into space, and you have no idea um, when it's going to come, and then all of a sudden... There, you, know, you, go. there you go. In the interest of full disclosure, we should also tell that there was a time when we and we uh, had a conversation about the likelihood that we could um, do a live... We could carry <laughs> yeah. somebody live from the slingshot, right? So we had this conversation where we are like, Bradley, you know, why don't you take your phone, get on the phone... And then ride the slingshot, and we'll just take it live on the air. And Bradley, to his credit, said, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Because the likelihood of a swear word escaping your mouth when yeah. you are being the unintentional four letter words air. that would come, and I'm pretty sure there were some four letter words that got. You know, said said because you have a video you had a video I don't know of whatever it. happened to that dumb thing because this was back in the day when you <laughs> I'm, I'm sure now it's like you have an app 
you have to download the app. Right. You get the video sent to you directly. But this, we actually... Um, they handed you a DVD? They handed you like a DVD, like a CD-ROM with the video on it, right? <laughs> so funny. Of, um, you know, getting shot up in the air. Uh, it would have been fun. We could have probably done it just recording from our phones, because now, you know, your phones can record all right. that stuff live. So, and uh, GoPro, I actually have a GoPro. We should have done this. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't. Well, Next year. We, we can't do it live. I can tell you that right now. No, I will but we could tell you it. that um, that there are certain rides that you do not want to go on with Bradley Trainer, and those are any rides that spin. Oh God! Around. I can't do spinny rides. So, like, I think it was maybe three years ago. We stayed. Uh, we stayed when we weren't working. We went to see Wilson Phillips. Oh yeah. We ate our way through the fair, and at the very end, we were at the midway, and I was like, Brad, I want to go on a ride. So my husband and I. I and Brad and uh, Brad's friend, Aaron, I believe it was, we all four of us got on the spinny ride. And so you sit kind of in four in a row and then you spin, 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 spin. So I can clearly see Bradley's face, even though I can see nothing that's around us. I've never, ever seen Bradley look like he might toss all of his sweet yeah, Martha's I have at no once. tolerance whatsoever for spinny rides. It was zero, zero tolerance. I felt really good about the fact that I got you to go on it. Then afterwards, yeah, I was second guessing that. I was like, oh, whoops, maybe we'll just remember that Bradley can't do these spinny rides. All right, moving on to our very, very next piece of audio. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. And the third thing that we think you need to hear to be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley show is... This beautiful, and actually, interestingly, one of my favorite singers just showed up at our booth. It's our friend Ann Michaels. Hello. Um, I want you all to hear this beautiful voice. Uh, and this is the voice of Renee Fleming, who sang... Basically sounds just like Ann Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> sang, the, the, sang the song Danny Boy at John McCain's funeral over the weekend. And it just is such a beautiful, beautiful tribute to John McCain. Here is Renee Fleming singing Danny Boy. From glen to glen and down the mountainside, the summer's gone and all the flowers are falling. It's you, it's you. So that is the Tony-nominated and and, uh, Grammy-winning Renee Fleming and her beautiful tribute to John McCain. And I know, you know, it was this weekend. um, It was funeral heavy. It was was very funeral heavy. gigantic, uh, gigantic personalities passed away, of course, over the last couple weeks. And just many, 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 many uh, tributes uh, in the in the days and weeks that followed, and, mm-hmm. and um, musical and otherwise, culminated most uh, you know mostly this weekend with those two funerals. Yeah, yeah, and it memorial was memorial service. Exactly, it was. Uh, but I, I saw that and I thought, what a beautiful tribute. And I do also just adore that song so much. Now, I, like I, like uh, unpopular opinion, I yeah. don't like that song at oh, all. Oh, really? I just I don't understand that the appeal of that uh. song. It's the message, man. 
It gets I mean, me right you know. in the feels. Also, I'm Irish, so I feel like I am sort of like... Well, I'm Irish, but... I'm, oh, you don't feel like you are required by no. Irish law to no. love that song? Yeah. I'm also not required sleeves? to like corned beef oh. Oh, or well. have a penchant for drink. Okay. I mean... True that. Although I, I do. Yeah. So... so. Sit with that okay, for a moment. Okay, never mind. Now, when we come back, uh, two other m- musical moments that you and I each had this weekend. Uh, we saw Hamilton on Friday. We're going to tell you about that. And then I made a surprise last-minute trip to the Taylor Swift concert on Saturday night. And I've got some thoughts about that as well. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.1. Happy Monday! This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on Labor Day on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, live on the very, 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 very last day of the 2018 Minnesota State Fair. You know, I just can't get enough of how beautiful it is out here. So if you like a breeze and overcast and not a lot of people, this to me is my perfect. This is my sweet spot. Come see us. The crowd is going to grow. It's going to get a little bigger because, of course, it is the last day and everybody wants to take full advantage of everything on a stick but um uh, so far i'm uh, i'm i'm digging this over the record crowd we had oh on saturday oh man yeah speaking of that record crowd two hundred seventy thousand people the largest crowd ever at the minnesota state fair that was on saturday a very hot steamy disgusting sweaty day <laughs> walking around the minnesota state fair shoulder to shoulder with all of your favorite people um but you know what i was still riding a high on saturday brad because on Friday night, we had the wonderful fortune to see Hamilton at the Orpheum, which is in town uh, into October. Yeah. I, I don't remember the exact date. But, you know, the most hotly anticipated Broadway show finally going on the road, finally shows up in Minneapolis. Now, you had already seen it. So you had already been um, touched by an angel, the Hamilton angel. Yeah. Uh, and I had not. So... Why don't I tell you really quickly from a a newbie's perspective, that show, I was concerned because it's been so hyped. I was concerned that I would be the one person that it didn't live up to the hype for. You know what I mean? Like, you you don't ever hear anybody say, oh, Hamilton's okay. Nobody, I've never heard anybody say that. And I thought, I don't want to be the first person that says that. And let me tell you what, it was worth the wait and uh, it, w- it really is such a good show. It hits on so many levels. The music is great. It's interesting. The story is deeper than the story you may have heard. Even if you think you know a little bit about Alexander Hamilton, I guarantee you there is more to the story that you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. And also, I just thought, you know, this is the story that needs to be told today. There's so many themes in it that are important for the world we live in today. What did you think now, the second time seeing it? So, um, okay. Admittedly, when you, you know, you talk about a Broadway show, not everybody's into Broadway. Not everybody understands. Like, my partner and I go to shows on a regular basis. You go to shows on a regular basis. That's kind of um, something we enjoy. I get that not everybody does. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So oftentimes when you're like, oh, this great show is coming to town, you guys, it's going to be very funny. A lot of people are like, whatever, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Who cares about uh, Broadway shows? But Hamilton, of course, is different. It's a cultural phenomenon. It's sort of people have had opinions about it without even seeing it. People, you know, the soundtrack uh, have the soundtrack memorized before they ever get a chance to see it. Very few people have had a chance to see it because it's sort of been so popular it just kind of built on its own like a snowball mm-hmm. you know um, started in New York then they opened up productions in both Chicago and I think San Francisco um, we got to see it in San Francisco a couple years ago and um, I w- loved the show I mean I was blown away I didn't listen to the music beforehand I just went in cold really appreciated um, you know just the just the unique nature of the musical. So for people who don't go to musicals a lot, I think the thing that's so different about the show is that there is a message, there is a story, there's a lot of history, and it's just really, it's just, the lyrics are well-written, so you're captivated the whole time listening to the story that Lin-Manuel Miranda has written. Um, He does it in such a compelling way with language and um, uh, artistry that people day-to-day can relate to. A lot of times you go to musicals and... If you're not a huge musical person, you know, you you maybe don't understand sort of like what to expect and right. it's hard to understand. It's almost like opera for people who don't go to opera, right? Yeah, it's it doesn't feel like there's something high, for you to connect to. Yeah, it's not that. I mean, a, a lot of musicals are very easily accessible. Lion King, I'm, I'm not saying that it's hoity-toity, but I don't. Uh, I just think there is something very unique about this particular show that lends itself to an audience who maybe doesn't go to see musicals a lot. And hopefully that will in turn encourage people to continue, you know, coming to musicals and stuff. So for all of those reasons, I loved it. In terms of like the, you know, the D-baggy like, well, we saw it in Chicago Mm -hmm. and um, does it live up to the expectations? It was a great show. And I would say if you get a chance to go see it here while it's here, Go. Um, obviously, you can get tickets on you know the after sale market uh, or whatever they call it after yep, market, like, on, yep. like StubHub, StubHub or something. I'm sure, but they also are doing a wonderful lottery. Hennepin Theater Trust. If you get tickets, like every every show, there's a lottery beforehand. There's an app you can download. Um, do it. It's ten bucks. If you if, if you, you win. win, yep. If you win, you get ten dollar tickets. I've heard they're like really good seats. So um, you absolutely, even if you missed out, I keep hearing from people like, "Oh, I don't have. I'm not Daddy Warbucks. I can't go to yeah. Hamilton." You don't have to be Daddy Warbucks. They've got the lottery. Look for tickets. You'll hear people probably with opportunities. If you want to go see it, go see it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It it was worth it. Um, just. Uh, from that like D-bag perspective yeah. of like is it as good as the one in Chicago or New York I never saw New York so mm-hmm. I'm sure it was you know Not I'm sure that is a singular experience because we did try I'm sure that's a singular experience to have seen it with Lin-Manuel Miranda and the mm-hmm. original cast I will say that in this particular production there are people from the New York cast there are people from the Chicago cast if you'd never seen the show before I think you will be blown away um, there were a couple things 
uh, a couple performances that I liked better in Chicago. Right. But who cares? That's like a matter of personal preference. My partner uh, is obsessed with this musical in a way that I don't understand, mm-hmm. but he is like a super fan of, of Hamilton. And he was um, pleasantly surprised at uh, at the performance we saw last week. So that's I, high praise, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes from Jamie, pleasant surprise is a is good thing. Is a good thing. Yeah. I, I will say this, and I and you probably can speak to this. I can't because I didn't see it in Chicago. But from what I understand, Chicago is a was a smaller venue. Is that it's true? Very, well, the theater, yeah. The, the theater, theater itself right. is very, is uh, much smaller than what you're seeing in the Orpheum, so it maybe felt a little bit a uh, little more intimate. Yes. But I don't think that, you know... It doesn't lose There's not a bad room at the Orpheum, agreed. or a bad seat at the Orpheum, for sure. Absolutely agreed. So, so yeah. Okay, and then, you know, in, in our remaining, like, minute, I'll quickly tell you I saw Taylor Swift oh, God, on Saturday Taylor night. Swift, yeah. So and you I, got to see it, not just yourself, you saw it with... With my eight-year-old daughter so i felt like i was like the worst mom ever because i kept on seeing pictures on social media of people with their like eight-year-old daughters and i was like oh my gosh it never occurred to me even to think to take her what's wrong with me so long story short you're a horrible mother no but i just had that moment where i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna miss this opportunity and so last minute i was like okay i'm gonna try to get tickets i ended up getting you know far away tickets not close tickets for a steal and we had really good sight lines. It was my daughter's first concert. Taylor Swift puts on a great concert for an eight-year-old. I think that's an awesome first concert for a little girl. It was. Now, I do want to play the 30-second pop culture challenge when we come back. So we do need a caller, 651-641-1071. But I do want to tell you one quick other thing. Oh, sure. When about we, the concert. Yeah. Yes, when we come back. By the way, 651-641-1071, 30-second pop culture challenge. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, live from the Minnesota State Fair. We're on a little bit earlier than we usually are. And we're only here for two hours. Exactly. So it's only an hour and a nice half little left. Expedited experience. Exactly, for all of us. But it is Labor Day. It is the last day of the Minnesota State Fair, and we wanted to come out and talk to you all. Uh, but because we are on at a little different time, people might not know what it is we were trying to do, which is our 30 second pop culture challenge. It's our on-air game show. We're going to ask five pop culture questions in 30 seconds. If you get them all right in that 30-second window, you will win a prize. 651-641-1071. We're going to play that if we get a caller. If not, we're going to move on. But I was just telling you, Bradley, about the um, Taylor Swift show that I took my 8-year-old daughter to. We went to the Saturday night show. There were two shows. There was one on Friday and another one on Saturday. And we ended up getting last minute like amazing seats. And you know, here's the thing. Like You and I have gone through kind of a roller coaster of relationship with uh, Taylor Swift. Well, mostly okay, wait, you. I, have, I mean, like I'm always been sort of, you know, am, uh, ambivalent about Taylor Swift, but and during her in 1989 years, like I was all in. I was here for that. But then this new sort of, and actually, it was a year ago at the Minnesota State Fair that she did. Do you remember this? That she debuted the first song off of Reputation, which was "Look What You Made Me Do," and we heard it for the first time while we were sitting here at the Minnesota State Fair. And I remember feeling kind of meh about it but like all taylor swift songs do they end up growing on me and sure enough um all of the songs that are on reputation i have found myself enjoying and so going to the concert with my daughter she loves taylor swift and i am telling you i was probably the oldest person in the joint right like it was and most people were her age um 
the production was thanks Sonny was amazing um in terms of just like the stage was huge she had two stages in the back she traveled in a pod to the back to another stage yeah, it looked pretty awesome the just pyrotechnics and oh stuff it was crazy from social media. she walked through the crowd for a very long time i will tell you that took too long but she was like giving people high fives and it was amazing just the way that she tried to figure out how to connect with people in this great big arena concert it was awesome and she made me a fan again i will say she did a lecture on what reputation means and it lasted three minutes i know because i took video of it and i was like i did not come for the taylor swift lecture series so she can maybe we don't maybe need that part just sing the hits um but it was a really fun show and it was quite a production and really amazing it looked amazing it was amazing now we do have a caller for our 32nd pop culture challenge here we go Second pop culture challenge. And who's on the phone today, Sonny? Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Cheyenne is on the phone. All right, and Cheyenne is playing for a My Talk 1071 t shirt, I believe. But uh, if she wins, Sonny will confirm that. And uh, Cheyenne, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I think so. Okay, here we go. What holiday is being observed today? Labor Day. (laughs) What color are the Smurfs? Blue. What is the name of Taylor Swift's current boyfriend? Pass. Name one of the Chipmunks. Alvin! What is the name of the TV show that spun off from the Cosby Show? Pass. What is the name of Taylor Swift's current boyfriend? I don't know, but I can see them in my head. Oh, oh Cheyenne, I'm Cheyenne, so you were sorry. so close. You were really close. Uh, thank you for you playing. Minus the two questions she got wrong. But, right, but that was yeah, close. You got to ask all of them. So yeah. that's, I think, good. Uh, sorry that you did not win today. We do play that, actually, every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show uh, on My Talk 1071. So there's always an opportunity to try again at 1230. Now, let's answer those questions that she did so, not get. So Taylor Swift's boyfriend is? Joe Alwyn. And the name of the TV show that spun off from the Cosby show? Was A Different World. Perfect. Yes. All right. Now that we're done with that, we like to solve mysteries, and we do that usually in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us. But today, Bradley, you have brought blind items, and I am going to ask the help of the listeners in our audience to help me figure out these puzzles in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. All right, so blind items are basically juicy bits of Hollywood gossip with the names left out. We use uh, a website called crazydaysandnights.net as our resource. They are blind items published by a guy named Enti Lawyer. That's his moniker, and uh, he's pretty trustworthy. So I've got two revealed blind items for you today. So this means that the blind item has had an actual name attached to it by... Empty lawyer himself, which means there's a little more credibility to mm-hmm. the particular blind mm-hmm. item. Okay, uh, for this particular blind item, Colleen and audience, you need, um, let's see, an A-list celebrity and uh, another person. But okay. I'll get to the other person. So right now, basically, an A-list celebrity is who you're looking for. Okay. 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 This is a huge break in the investigation. She was still married to him, and she has received some new information 
from three people about the death of this A-list celebrity. That information has now caused police in the country where the death occurred to question their initial determination of suicide. Oh, wow. Is this... Is this Anthony Bourdain? Ding, 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 ding. I I don't have a dinger. And it's not Asia Argento that was married to him. He had a wife that, that, and whose name I don't remember. So is that who they're referring to? uh, That is exactly who they're referring to. Her name is Atavia Busia. Okay. Uh, But Atavia is um, the the. the wife that they're referring to in okay. this particular because they're saying that they were still married so um but, but okay so now that's shocking right right why well because uh oh should i read the the blind yeah item? let's fill in the blanks i don't normally do this part so bear with me mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm doing this is a huge <laughs> break in the investigation uh Atavia was still married to him and she received some new information from three people about the death of this a-list celebrity that information has now caused police in or I'm sorry, I didn't do that right. Little 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 little. She received some new information from three people about the death of Anthony Bourdain. That information has now caused police in the country where the death occurred to question their initial determination of suicide. Oh, okay, so the country is France and uh and the wife is that Atavia yep. so, person. Uh What's interesting about this is you'll remember there were... Did, I don't know if we did these bl- the blind item, the previous blind item that talked about this possibility. No, on the show. Uh, well, I, not that I remember. And I don't but, even know what it is. Okay, so there was a, another blind item that was almost... It was too soon after his uh, death to talk about this blind item as far as I was concerned because it, it pretty much says that he... Oh, and I can't... I, I wish I had it in front of me, but it essentially implied... Uh, that he was murdered. Oh, wow. For shady reasons. Um, and it just felt like a little too soon to maybe go down that road, yeah. right? But I feel like now enough time has passed where, you know, perhaps it's okay for us to contemplate this particular blind item. Oh, my god! It'll be interesting, though, to see what actually... Um, and I, I can't remember why... Uh, he was allegedly murdered, but it was something that implied he was not a very good person, which oh. is why we chose to sort of avoid that one. I, maybe you weren't here that day. I, I don't think I was. Um, but but it's still fascinating, and it's a story we're going to listen to uh, or pay attention to nonetheless. I will say, I, I this is something. This is a road that NT lawyer seems to go down pretty frequently about uh, deaths that were ruled, ruled suicide. Have you noticed that? No. Oh, I feel like we've read a few blind items in the past, maybe not on the air, about the the, the possibility. Um, you know, I'm thinking of like the um, uh, Mark Salling thing. You know, his death that we that there was sort of like some. There have been a few of these um, suicide and. and overdose stories that NT Lawyer has sort of told a different story about Hmm. or or painted a different picture about. But I certainly find it interesting and and something we'll, you know, pay attention to. All right, should we do another one? Yeah, let's do one more. Again, we're doing blind items here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. These blind items come to us from the lovely crazydaysandnights.net website. Our good friend NT Lawyer. This is another revealed blind item. Again, a juicy bit of Hollywood gossip hmm. where the name has actually been confirmed by the publisher of this particular blind item. Okay, what you need to know right now is uh, a, a reality show 
and a, uh, quote, celebrity. Okay. A reality show and a, quote, celebrity. celebrity. Okay. It seems like every season, the producers of this show make a deal with a, quote, celebrity they know has a drug problem and just assume everything will be fine. It never is. The latest incident was one of the worst. Okay, so my first guess is uh, Celebrity Big Brother UK. Ding, ding, ding. And? Okay, and the celebrity, the quote celebrity. And that's the thing that tipped me off was the quote celebrity because that usually means that they're not... If they're not even enough to get a letter assigned to them, like A-list, B-list, C-list, then the quote celebrity means they're not actual celebrities, which would be then the human Ken doll, a.k.a. Rodrigo Elvez. All right, so let me reread this for you. It seems like every season the producers of Celebrity Big Brother make a deal with a, quote, celebrity they know has a drug problem and just assume everything will be fine. It never is. This latest incident with Rodrigo Alves was one of the worst. Okay, so why don't, explain what, because, you know, how, how many in our audience right here know even what we are talking about? <laughs> They're all no. like, what? Yeah, so here, the we'll, lady on the end yeah. kind of is like, maybe. Maybe I've heard you say the name. Okay, so Bradley, explain. You've heard the human Ken doll, anyone? Bueller? Yeah. Okay, so... That he guy. doesn't look like Ken. He doesn't can, look like we'll Ken. Doll. He looks like a human alien doll. He probably has as many plastic parts as Ken. Yeah, perhaps. But doesn't look like a Ken doll. Um, so, Rodrigo Alves, known as the human Ken doll, has had a lot of plastic surgery. That's his thing. He comes from money and is just weird and has sort of made a, a, a name for himself in the cottage industry of like Z list wannabe celebrities, um, sort of getting attention on social media, getting attention on tele- reality television shows in this country on shows like Botched. Um, and in the United Kingdom, they have a, a weird fascination with him as well which garnered him a spot on Celebrity Big Brother. And Celebrity Big Brother over in the UK is not like, you know, A-list celebrities. Right. To quote, you know, this particular um, blind item, quote celebrity, exactly. right? So these are people who have some sort of reality celebrity. Anyway, he was kicked off of that show um, for a, uh, an, a quote, incident, an inappropriate incident, which we don't have details on. But if you believe this particular blind item, it sounds like perhaps it was drug-related or related in some part to his drug abuse uh, problem. Which, would that be any surprise that a person who has had umpty-foo plastic surgeries and likely is on pain medication for each of them, that, you know, perhaps, and also who has so many plastic surgeries. I mean, it just seems to me like I can get on board with that storyline a little bit. Also, the man has had ribs removed. He had his rib, like two ribs removed. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And then kept them. Yeah. In a jar. In a jar. I mean, true story. In a van down by the river. No, that's not true. But no, he literally kept his ribs. I mean, to be fair, if they were going to remove ribs out of me, I would want to see what they looked like. (laughs) If you're taking anything out of me, I want to look at it. I get that. Right? I get that. I had had some teeth taken out, and I like wanted to, you know, see what they looked like. Teeth are weird. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen like a whole tooth. They're big. An adult whole tooth. They're real big. They are some big things. Anyway. 
Where are we? Oh, it's time to we, go. Yeah, it is time to go. We're going to move on. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, a special early truncated version of the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, Roseanne Barr, news on where she's going and what she's doing. And I think it'll change your life forever, right, Bradley? Yes, indeed. We'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Uh, we've received an urgent message from the State Fair authorities that oh. anybody named Alexis needs to put on their best happy face. All Alexises at the Minnesota Anyone State Fair. Anyone named Alexis has to have a smile on her face. And have fun at the Minnesota <laughs> State Fair because this is the last day of the Minnesota State Fair. This is the Colleen and Bradley She's show. She's working real hard she not really to smile. Is. I, get, I know how that goes. Don't smile. Whatever you do, Alexis. Uh, this is the uh, this is the final day of the Minnesota State Fair. We are the Colleen and Bradley show. We are Good usually morning. on from noon to three, but we are doing a special early truncated version of our show. Uh, and again, thank you to our daily broadcast sponsor, Chris Lindahl Real Estate. Um, we uh, we are trying to make people smile today at the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah, well, but we you know we'll you can't see. win them all. Can't you win can't them all. win them all. Uh, you know, and speaking of not being able to win them all, oh, seems like true. there's one person who can't win much lately, and her name is Roseanne Barr. Well, what's the deal with Roseanne Trainer? Okay, so um, you're not going to believe what she's up to and what she will be doing when the Connors airs. You know, of course, Roseanne had to. Uh, remove herself from uh, the best or the um, highest rated show on television Mm -hmm. after she made some horrible comments and uh, there's been a lot of question like will she allow because she has a a, a, she had to give up a stake in the show for it to go on and uh, they announced that it would go on it would be called the Connors she would not be involved but we don't know um, what she's going to do in the meantime in between time right right well now we know what she's going to be doing instead of watching the connors she's she's actually going to move to israel yeah okay so apparently she has decided uh with the help of her rabbi that she is going to move to israel and she's going to go uh spend some time and study she says i have an opportunity to go to israel for a few months and study with my favorite teachers over there and that's what i'm going to do and probably move somewhere there and study with my favorite teachers she said that with rabbi shmuley uh in a new podcast Mm -hmm. and um she says i've saved a few pennies and i'm lucky i can go and study with a rabbi and uh that i can ask to teach me and it's a great joy and a privilege to be a jewish woman okay i First of all, I just need to just have a moment with Rabbi Shmuley. Okay. Um, because he has been the conduit for her to speak out on his podcast a lot. Yep. And that has garnered a lot of attention for his podcast. Yeah. And um, I don't want to say that he has ulterior motives. Oh. However, it is of interest to me that this is the well that he continues to visit. Yeah. I will say on behalf of Roseanne, or at least on, uh, you know, from my perspective, to Roseanne, if, if this incident where you, Roseanne Barr, said some pretty awful, terrible, and frankly racist things, if this incident has prompted you to deepen your own spiritual life or your faith, and this is the way that you've decided to do it... Congratulations! Yeah, so I think she's it. just smart and is like, I'm, I'm leaving, uh, and <laughs> exactly. I don't think it's a bad idea to maybe leave the country at this point for a while, take a break. You can afford it, and uh, you know, I think that that was my second thought, which is, but if you are just trying to get out of Dodge, 
by all means. Um, she she did say of the show that she doesn't wish anyone ill will. I'm not going to curse it or bless it. Uh, she says, I'm staying neutral. That's what I do. I'm staying neutral. I'm staying away from it. Mm-hmm. Not wishing bad on anyone. I don't wish good for my enemies. Uh, I don't. I can't. I just stay neutral. That's what I got to do. Okay, hit the pause button then, on that. Yeah. D- she said... That's what I do. I stay neutral. That's what I've well, always done. Well, I think done. she's trying to talk neutral. to herself at this point more than anything uh, that she's trying to say to us. Yeah, she's trying girl, to remind herself out loud that she needs to just zip her lips. Yeah. She says, I have uh, mental health issues uh, and stuff. I got to stay in the middle or she says, I got to stay in the middle or I'll go dark and I don't want to go dark again. I've done it. After all, I was married to Tom Arnold. Ha ha. So she's really just trying to make the point that she should keep her mouth shut. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long that's going to last. But I will say uh, in the meantime, in between time, she's just going to move to... um She's just going to move to Israel. Yeah. And be far, far away from the Connors. And, you know... Again, I can't know what her, her true motives are. The thing I will say is... If that show can manage to, to air and get through a few episodes successfully without her voice being added, meaning without her reaction, without her inserting herself into the story, I think that will be good for it. Because because I do think that, that there's so there was value to that show and there was value to that family and that they deserve the opportunity to to go on with that show without her being a distraction to it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So if her going away to Israel means that maybe we won't hear from her. Yeah, I mean, I doubt as that. As fervently. I'm sure you're going to hear from her. But anyway, she wants you to know she's going to Israel. I did want to also tell you of the things that Roseanne is up to post um, post her life. Uh, she actually went to Nashville. And she recorded an album. What? Stop. You're not serious right now. No, I'm totally serious. She said, uh, I went to Nashville and cut a record. She says she's actually always dreamed of being a singer. Stop. And not necessarily a comedian. Uh, Quote, I'm singing and getting better. I'm not great or even good, but I'm better. Okay. And she also added that she is working on a new sitcom that she's very excited about. It's very funny. She says, "I mean, you know, God, uh, God bless Roseanne Barr. Right? She's gonna, she's gonna keep convincing herself that, you know, that her second act is there's something coming. just around the corner. Who knows? Um, but I will say that I, I very much look forward to listening to the no record she cut in no. Nashville. I, how do we get our I mean, hands on this? Are they gonna release? I mean, I have so many questions. Like, what is the genre? Well, if of it's it? Nashville, I would assume it's country, country? western, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, and what are her songs about? And is are is there gonna be an opportunity to make purchase of this? And did she, who helped her? I mean. How did this These happen? are all questions we've yet to get the answer to. We don't to, know the answer. But we do know for sure that we'll be listening should uh, Roseanne drop a single or like Beyonce style in the middle of the night drop a full album on us. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've received some news about CNN and, uh, and their decision to not air certain episodes of Parts Unknown. We'll tell you which episodes they won't be airing and uh, 